Fans were just coming up to him, giving him 20s. Just like, wow. just, just <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I respect JR, best announcer of all time. So, like, hey, JR, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Jabba Radio. I'm Jake, aka Bomber. And right now, we, I only got Matt Zion with me right now. What's what? going on? <laughs> I'm in a great mood, actually. I'm doing very well overall. Uh, I did, hey, the apocalypse has happened. I watched a full. Episode commercials and all of WWE Raw. So I I didn't see SmackDown though. I saw the tail end. I saw the main event, which was I honestly got to say it wasn't very good. But we'll probably talk about it. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm all caught up, which is very weird for me. Uh, what about you? Have you been keeping up with Raw and SmackDown? Okay, so this is perfect because this is not usually the case, but um. I have not watched a full Raw since because I've been watching every Raw for a long time now since uh, I haven't watched a full Raw since the Shield rejoined and Triple Powerbomb Braun through the table. Okay. In fact, I can tell you everything that's happened since then. Good. In fact, I have seen almost nothing since that moment. I've read some stuff on you know Braun's heel now. They've turned Braun heel. Everybody's mad at that, and I've seen people say that. But I have seen almost nothing since then, which is very rare and different for me as far as what's going on right now. So, yeah, I'm, I'm in, out of the loop right now. So you're going to have to fill me in. I'm, uh, give me one second. They were saying they can't hear you. Oh, I see why. I did that. I hate uh, that, man. Skype. Uh-huh. Sorry. Uh, uh, or not, no, not Skype. OBS sometimes uh, sets your uh, desktop audio to, like, oh. nothing. It's so weird. Here, hold on. They'll hear you in a second. Oh, okay. Uh there you go. Now you can hear him. It, I don't know why default does that, but that's why I always tell them at the start of the streams, like, let me know if you can hear or not. But now you should be good. Cool. Uh, so what he was saying, guys, was he was saying that he uh, has not watched anything since Braun was triple power bombed the night yeah. after Summer. So that that's what he's saying. I was gonna fill him in. So and I really enjoyed that Raw too. I thought that was I thought it was a that great was a ending. good Raw. Yeah, yeah, I did. I liked it too. I did. I, I was very. That. I was high on it for sure. Yeah, it's got it's gotten questionable since then. But I've heard, I, I've read all your guys' comments in the chat, and I'm just like. Well, I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, we'll see. I mean, that sounds okay, but I know you guys aren't high on it, so. Yeah. Uh, what do you do? You want to talk about all in first, or do you want to talk about, yes, or at least I, some of the or do you want to talk about raw? I do want to hear about all in because I know you went there. Uh, you were there live, so I want to definitely Man. hear your thoughts on the experience, like what you thought was the show, everything you thought it would have been. Was it way better? Was it worse? And One of my favorite wrestling experiences of all time, dude. That was oh. that was unbelievable. You know, you know what my only negative was on the whole thing? Their hmm. merch selling technique was a disaster. <laughs> they did not have that down. So this is how it happened. We went to the All Out Party, uh, Flips All Out Party. Okay. Really cool shirt that I got, by the way. So cool, cool on him. Uh, and so we're walking around, and they have merch out there, right? Like there's, I'd say there's at least. 
five merch tables all connected to each other. The one of the Bucks, the Bucks dad was out there selling shirts, and you That's know, cool. like a lot of familiar faces from the YouTube show. A lot of people that have been on. So we waited in line for about 15 minutes. Um, we get up to the front, and very nice people. But I'm not going to get anything yet because I'm like, that's a pretty. It was a pretty limited amount of merch they had outside. I was kind of surprised. I was like, none, none of these are shirts that I want. But Chris, who I went with, wanted uh, wanted one. So he goes, I'll take uh, an extra large of you know the, the Young Bucks shirt. Mm-hmm. And the guy looks at him and goes, Oh, we only have up to medium outside. What? The fuck does that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> up to Chris, medium. Chris looked really confused, and we both looked around because everybody around us was a fat wrestling nerd. So like, I mean, yeah, I feel so, the average is like extra large, yeah. yeah. So Chris uh, questioned him, and and the guy went, "Oh, well, you know, we didn't want to have to lug it from the arena back out here and back in there again." Oh. I went see, like, I I was I wasn't gonna be a dick because obviously this is their first time running a show; they didn't know. But I wanted to look at him and go. Yeah, it's called selling your merchandise. Yeah. Now, so, when you say outside, was this like outside the arena or was this out in the hallways or what? Parking lot. They had the all-out party. So just a That's bunch right. of wrestling nerds drinking beer and hanging out. So so I went, okay, I'll just wait until I go inside. No big deal. So we go inside. Uh, arena's awesome, by the way. Uh, it's it's out of the way enough to where it's, it's a big size arena, but it's not gigantic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we go in. Everything's cool. Uh, we ended up getting a, a spot in the handicap section because <laughs> nice. I'll second, but it was awesome. <laughs> so, so uh, there's one. We're like looking for the merch. We're like, where is it? There's one merch table in the entire arena. One. Really? Are you fucking kidding me? So there was like five lines, and they all converged onto the one table. And so I didn't. I didn't bother because, like, the only time it died out was at the ver- during the main event. Other than that, people were just in line for like 30, 40 minutes. And I'm like, hey, I can get all these shirts on T like on their website or whatever, or I can go to Hot Topic. I don't fucking need to miss a match because I want merch. Mm-hmm. And th- here's the thing to them though: they probably didn't think there was a problem because they sold. And I'm not even. They had teddy bears, Young Bucks teddy bears. They sold that. They sold on their umbrellas. Every shirt of every size. They actually sold every single piece of merchandise. So, cool. I mean, that's good. But it would have been nice if it had been a little bit easier. Because I'm not kidding. I would have walked away with $80 worth of shit. Like, I was ready to go. I brought money for that. And I'm, instead, I just went, ah, that seems like a headache. I'm going to avoid that. But uh, we get to the arena. We sit down. Uh, we're in the handicap spot. And I'm like, so basically, it's like a chair they set up. And then there's like a little... Uh, a little thing in front of you, and then down below is all the chairs, right, where everybody's sitting normally. So what happened was when Sean, my friend that got the tickets, he bought the tickets, he put best available. So it gave us that. And he was like, he looked on Twitter, and people were like, all oh, these tickets are going fucking fast. And he goes, fuck that, I'm not refreshing. Because if I, he, he had heard uh, on Twitter some people were refreshing and not getting tickets at all. And so he went, well... Fuck the handicapped people. <laughs> it's, it's like, am I going to the show and being a bit of a dick, or am I not going to the show? And I'm, I told him, I went, I'm glad you fucked them, because I, I wanted to go to that damn show. Like, that's all there is to it. So yeah, That's weird how, like, the best available, it even gives you that as an option that gives you the handicap. Well, I guess it should, though, because, you know, I mean, if you have a handicapped loved one or a family yeah. member or something, you're probably going to search that. But, yeah, you think that they, if you did best possible, they wouldn't put that as a result. That would have to be something yeah. you have to search for. Specifically, but oh well. Um, but the show itself, good lord, great production quality. I know that some people complained uh, watching it live. The crowd didn't come off as hot as it was because the, the crowd was louder than NXT when I went to NXT live uh, last year or two years ago. 
they were fucking on fire. Like, anything that was happening, the crowd was losing their shit. Uh, and I know, like, uh, a couple people said, Meltzer reported, and a couple people reported that they didn't really mic the crowds that well, like WWE does. Mm-hmm. And that's probably didn't come off as well. But it's, yeah, if it's not the best show I've ever been to, it's one of my favorites. And, of course, you know, I made the trip to go out there. So it's a little more special than a, than a normal show coming to me. Uh, but my favorite match on the card, uh, I thought, I thought even though the match-wise it wasn't up to par with the others, I thought Cody had probably the best match. The one I was most invested in, yeah. that, was damn, that was damn good. I loved it. And I loved that they pulled out the tricks, like DDP coming out and giving the diamond cutter to Davari. was great. Gave him a little break. Let him try to bleed. You know, he, he ended up going. Their match went like two or three or four minutes longer than it had to because of that segment. But... Uh, yeah, it, it was just fantastic, man. Jericho's running was epic. Uh, I knew it was him the moment the lights went out. I just, I was like, if anybody's running in right now, it's going to be him. And so it was, which is great. Uh, I love the reveal. They did it perfectly. Uh, it was just good. The only thing that sucks is Young Bucks main event got cut in half. But it was still the best 12-minute six-man tag I've ever seen in my life. So you <laughs> can't really complain. I had a great time overall in Chicago. Man, best deep dish pizza on the planet! Holy mother of God, that was good. Yeah, yeah. I've I've heard I heard several things. Again, it was I was out of town when uh, All In aired, so I didn't get to see it. I saw a bunch of clips and stuff, but that's all I got to see. The reactions from the clips I saw were really good. I mean, like the crowd reactions. That is, um, yeah. An overall, overwhelmingly positive for what I've seen. People say um, they said the weakest. The, I heard the weakest match was uh, Matt Cross versus MJF. I don't know. Should if have been true. on the show. They, they should have bumped that on the pre-show and then put the uh, was it S- SCU or you know SoCal that that, that yeah. tag match should have been to open the show because that I get why they did that though. They were trying the WWE approach. They were trying to sell more pay-per-views, so they put an important match on for free. So like they had a more important job. But yeah, that Matt Cross match was just okay. Uh, I don't really like. You think they would? They they went like psychology based. Where it's an opener. I, I, I got to throw an argument out here. If you're ever opening a wrestling show, you're not there to tell a story. You're there to get the crowd fired the fuck up for the other people that will be able to tell a story in their match. Like Cody, like the Cody match. Mm. That was a 100% story. That, that was a, go- a well-done match, but that was a great psychology standpoint wrestling match. Uh, and But like they tried to like kind of slow it down. I was like, nah, come on, man. That, that, that was... That was both those guys' chance to really wow some people. And, yeah, I've heard as well that a lot of people were just kind of like, eh, hey, it was all right. Like, ugh, that's not good. They had a chance to do something special. And one thing that I uh, that I did listen to, I listened to a Joey Janela interview about his all-in stuff. And he yeah, said that – when you, Some controversy. Yeah, when you were talking about, like, uh, as far as merch goes and, like, money they were making and stuff, he said during the interview that – he was like just you know just walking around. There was just fans intermingling with the wrestlers, just like before the show and stuff. And at the Starcast, did you go to the Starcast or no? No, I didn't. But I did hear that. Yeah, they're all. They were, it was all cool. Like everybody that I know yeah. that went. Yeah, everybody's just hanging out, having conversations, and chilling. And he said like he's just walking through the hallways and stuff, and yeah. fans were just coming up to him, giving him twenties, just like wow. say, just, <laughs> just no, yeah. Just like not for sure, like, they just it's awesome. Exactly, like hey, we really appreciate what you do, and just giving him twenty. He said he just had his fanny pack, just opened up, and just he was just shoving twenties in his fanny pack, just walking down he, the hallways. Yeah, he's starting to become a name, but he's not quite. He's not Bucks, of course. So like this, oh, yeah. I, I he has a bright future. I think he needs to calm it the fuck down, though. He he's the epitome. He comes from CZW, doesn't he? Yes. Or my yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah that's where he made a name for himself. Yeah, you can tell. Uh, and I. 
I think he doesn't need to do because uh, like here's the thing. I know you hate bar wrestling, but that's where I saw him first. He fought uh, a guy named Eli Everfly, who's another just fantastic wrestler, a uh, high flyer. And so he gave him a, I believe it was a Steiner screwdriver from the top rope into the ring, and it was. That's just not necessary. For a bar wrestling show, I get that he wants to make a name, but, like, uh, maybe don't kill your opponent <laughs> to, to make that name. And then uh, during the uh, match with Hangman Page, yeah, you know, I mean, I feel like I wish they had just had a good hardcore match. I didn't I didn't want them to do all of a lot of the big spots they did. I didn't feel it was necessary. Like, when they were setting up the table, good Lord, that's one of the few times where the crowd died out. I, why didn't they just have him go out to the ring and have a big fucking brawl? You know, like, that's what I wanted from between the two of them. But he's very talented. I like his character a lot, too. He's very, him and his uh, girl, they're very just, like, they just, they're different. They stand out. But I would, I would to ask him, please calm down. <laughs> please, please calm down. Just, I don't want him to die. That's my big scene. I don't want him to kill somebody in the ring, and he feels like he might. Yeah, that was one of my biggest complaints for, I, I've never been a big Janela fan. He, like, I said is the epitome of the daredevil like wrestler that's that's how he made a name for himself he always does crazy stunts and literally just risks his life like every single time just to like get his name out there and he i mean he became one of the big like ultimate indie like indie star names for as far as uh doing the crazy shit you know he's always gonna do something crazy out there Time for him yeah. to back it off, though because like you know yeah. i mean like the thing because you look at the past uh i'm trying to remember there was uh oh god what was his name jody jody fleisch fleisch oh yeah, yeah, yeah. uh-huh yeah. oh that guy that guy might be the single most impressive high flyer i've ever seen in my entire life Fantastic. how long did he last before he had to retire he's no he's actually still believe it or not he is still wrestling uh he's over in the uk <laughs> right now yeah i for a long fucking time though i do remember that specifically so like yeah, I, I, if you want to do that and you're like a jeff hardy style where hey you know you've got to take two years off at a time yeah. to heal up that's not a very smart money strategy in my opinion, but that's that's his call, you know. And I, I would just say I like his character. I like him overall. I think he has a very big upside, and I could see WWE one day being interested in him more because of his character, and not because of uh, any of those other things. So yeah, I is like I'm just not, I'll turn myself down if you're being an asshole. Sorry, I'm trying to interact with the chat. It's bad for a podcast. <laughs> very good. I would uh, actually like for anybody listening, I would seek that interview out. It's with Sam Roberts. Um, it is a very, it's a very good interview where he just goes into like how unorganized he is as a like professional wrestler and how he literally takes all his money and just takes it and just throws it in a crumpled up like twenties <laughs> and like in his top of his uh, drawer at like his dresser drawer and how he, unorganized he is. It's a good interview. You need to go check it out. Did you hear about the controversy though that happened uh, from Jim uh, that Jim created? No. Unnecessary, I think, and this kind of shows to me how uh, out of the loop Jr. is with current wrestling. So Jr. on his podcast ranted about how the Bucks got their time cut and how it was unprofessional, and he pointed out uh, Joey was one of the big ones. He pointed out uh, saying that they went long on their match. The other big one was um, uh, oh god, Afadokata. Why am I forgetting his name right scroll? now? Uh, yeah, scroll, Marty scroll. Uh, how both those matches went long and kind of screwed. Uh, the Bucks because of that, and so then, but then Scroll went on immediately, and he was just like, "We went a minute over. Like, what do you want from me?" <laughs> he was like, yeah. that was, he was like one minute, like one minute over." And then he went and he said that uh, was it Nick Jackson, who actually was doing Gorilla. That's hilarious. They did a skit 
where they had him wearing a headset, and he sent, uh, I think he sent Cody out there or something, and everybody laughed because he was like, now switch to camera two, and everybody's like, ah, ha, ha, ha. No, he was really doing that. <laughs> he, was, he was really doing that. So uh, Nick, before they went out there, he told Okada and uh, Marty, he's like, if you guys go long, go long. He's like, Get, make this a classic. And so they went a minute over. So like, hey, JR, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Just, <laughs> And then somebody made a really good point. I, I respect JR. Best announcer of all time. I don't think anybody can dispute that. Uh, maybe one day someone will pass him up. But, uh, like, they're saying how um, WrestleMania, uh, what was WrestleMania 10, where Michaels and Razor Ramon had that ladder match? Yeah. There was a full-blown six-man tag that got cut because that match went yep, long. sure was, yep. Uh, fuck. I, the, the only match that matters is that ladder match. Fuck that six-man. So... Here's my thing. The whole event went down without a without a hitch. It all worked out great. Uh, the, uh, the worst case scenario, the Bucks had a really good 12 minute match instead of a really good 20 some odd minute match. So, eh, I don't see as much controversy. But mo- the fact that Marty had to defend himself against Jr. is kind of fucked up, in my opinion. Yeah, especially. I mean, Jared didn't like. It's not like he knew actually what the hell was going on. I did hear the Hangman and Joey match did go long. I did hear. He even said that in the interview. He said yeah. they were going over. So Yeah, and Cody's did too, which is hilarious. That I find it funny that JR shit on uh, Marty and on Joey, but didn't mention the fact that Cody's went long. Like, come on, yeah. man, be fair about it. Like, you can't call Cody unprofessional because it's his fucking show. He can go as long as he wants. You know, If he wants to cut somebody, then he can do that. So I, I thought that was a little weird, but it was worth it was worth talking about at least. Just yeah, come on, man. Let's let's reel it in a little bit. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't hear that. That sucks. But um, the uh. Yeah, the other thing that I heard about with, speaking of Grillo, was directly after Cody's match, I heard that he walked through the curtain, and he, like, like right after he won the match, came walking through the curtain and sat right down on Grillo and just started, in, like, helping take over in Grillo, which is yeah, that was, cool. That's yeah, just so cool. Pretty, yeah, and I'm glad, I'm glad, because I, I, I know that they say they're not going to WWE uh, anytime soon, but, I mean, it's a matter of time. Like, it's just a matter of time. It'll be a few years, probably, you know, because the Bucks and Cody don't need the company. And But, uh, basically, as soon as WWE becomes, you know, more friendly towards them, I'm sure they'll bring them in and make millions of dollars and retire there. But do their own thing for right now. I'm down for All In, too. If, if they, the rumor is L.A., uh, and if that's the case, hell yeah. But if it's if it's not L.A. and they pick anywhere, as long as it's within the United States, uh, I'll, I'll fly there and I'll be there to support the boys, so... Well, yeah, yeah, good show. Great so time. That, the last thing I was going to ask you about, uh, as far as after the event, like when everybody's walking out and stuff, like what was yeah. the – was everybody just like the crowd? Was everybody just ecstatic or what? Hype. Oh, yeah, hype. We were dealing with a fucking gigantic storm though. Oh. So it was like full-blown lightning, thunder, you know, rain, everything. Uh, but no, everybody was having a great time. I just felt like everybody was family there. You know how it is. Like you can walk up to – Anybody wearing a wrestling shirt, and as long as they don't have, uh, <laughs> like, social skills that are poor, uh, you can be their best friend right away. Because, like, you just start talking wrestling. That's all, that's all it takes. So it was, it was good. It was a celebration to me of loving professional wrestling as opposed to going to a WWE show like WrestleMania or Rumble where you're celebrating WWE. We were celebrating wrestling as, a, as an industry at All In, and that's what I really appreciated about it. Yeah. So, I mean... Because we're about to switch over and talk about uh, Hell in a Cell here, and I, I, it just, I, I, it just makes me believe that the indies and stuff are blowing up. There's something I've been hearing about lately, and something I've been thinking about is the indies are blown up so big. And as far as like all in and all this kind of stuff is, people are just 
getting unhappy with WWE. Yes, there's still a million people watching the goddamn thing, but everything else is blowing up because they want wrestling. They want good wrestling, but they just need a alternative. And WWE is fucking shit up from what I keep the fact gathering. The impact kind of stopped them from being. I mean, they had to save the company, but it did knock them down from being number two like easily. They're, I would say they're number three or four at this point. Who is that? You said uh, but impact? I. Yeah, impact. I mean, like, I like what they're doing, and I like that they're they're actually taking a course of rebuilding the company slowly, rather than just going, oh, we're still uh, number two. No, you're, you're clearly not. You're Definitely clearly not. not but yeah. that's fine. I, I think Impact has a smart move becoming Canada's WWE. Like, that's that's what they want. They want to be, like, the Canada's. They, that's super smart. So credit to them. Again, I've actually watched the, uh, some matches from them on Twitch uh, of the new stuff, and even though, again, I'm not a fan of how that arena looks, I understand what they're doing, and the, re- the storylines are fun. Like, at least everything makes sense. It's not like watching Impact in the past where it was a WWE retirement home or uh, just shit that didn't make sense. So, good for them. Uh, but number two is clearly New Japan. <laughs> New Japan is now the, the second largest promotion on the planet because if you're anybody of importance, you're going there the moment you leave WWE. Yeah. So, um, good for them. And they, they have a presence out here in Long Beach as well in California. So, they're they're making strides. And Ring of Honor is easily right there, too, as the number three. I'd say they're, number three. Yeah, they're yeah. number three now. They're bigger than Impact, for sure. The moment Impact left the United States, they, they forfeited that over to ROH, for sure. Yeah, it's... Uh, I Again, I've been... Almost since Labor Day, whenever I did the football draft, I've kind of uh, admittedly kind of, you know, I'm big on football. I'm a big football fan, so I've actually leaned more towards that and i've lost a little bit of the my interest in wrestling right now which is why i haven't caught up on impact i haven't caught up on wwe so yeah. um but impact has been for, as far as i've been seeing has been fantastic as of late so i'm still big on them and i'm excited for bound for glory next month i'm pretty excited about it. it's in new york so we'll see what's the uh, main event main event uh it's gonna be austin aries defending his title against um uh, I don't know if it's. I think it might be Eddie Edwards. I think it might be. Uh, it could Is also Eddie be like Johnny Mundo or Johnny now Impact? because of that whole thing with uh, Callahan. Uh yeah, he kind of went, he did this weird transition where, like, he turned. He kind of t- did a le- weird little turn when he fought Tommy Dreamer at Slammiversary, where he just kind of did a weird awkward heel face. It's hard to explain. Like he was the heel going in. But he kind of still was doing heel, heel things, but he just automatically turned face, kind of. It was very strange. And then he came out the next okay. next show and attacked uh, Ares, which Ares is the, the major heel in the company. So, um, okay. that he instantly... said that well, for, since they've done the switch, right? He did, everybody thought he was going to lose to Moose, and he didn't. It, or did he have like a, like a lose-it-and-win-it-back situation? He lost it... Uh, to Pentagon for a short period of time. Oh, that's right. But that yeah. was that was still before Moose, though. That happened before Moose. Okay. He hasn't lost it since he won it back from Pentagon. Um, but yeah, he beat Moose, which to me the story. I really enjoyed the story, and it was all leading up to. I thought it was going to be a Moose win, but they uh, they kept it on Aries, which obviously I like Aries much more. That's a much better champion than Moose. Oh, I, yeah. I don't mind Moose. He's got a good look, uh, and I actually I I'm coming around on him as a worker a little bit now that I understand. He's not a technical wrestler. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's like a, the rock to me, where he's not bad, but he's also he's yeah. very one-dimensional. He's got that he's got that catchphrase and that's it. And if he turns when you say turned heel, he should say noose instead of moose. Oh god. <laughs> you know? 
Uh, but I'm coming around on him. I don't think he's as bad as I originally uh, thought in the beginning. Yeah, no, I mean, plus he's still relatively new to the business. So because he was a football player, I never, I didn't yeah. follow. Him. I didn't know what the hell he did. ROH, right? He was. He started out. In, well, I don't know if he started in ROH, but he was in ROH for a good amount of time before Impact. Yeah. But um, I don't know. We'll see where it goes. I think. I, I mean, I may be wrong, but from the last thing I saw, I think it's going to be Aries versus Edwards at. Um, Bound for glory, but also I saw Johnny Impact is like getting back into the main event scene. I think he ch- challenged Aries for the title, so it might be him too. I don't know. We'll see. Isn't it weird that we are living in a current time where I am high on everything outside of WWE, but I'm, I hate WWE right now. Like that's, that's crazy because yeah. Impact, Impact specifically, they fixed it. <laughs> you know, like yeah. they actually fixed that fucking disaster. Of a company. Not only was it on a professional level a nightmare, on a personal level it was too how they treated their employees. You know what's impressive? Nobody on that roster bitches about impact anymore on Twitter. No, no one. That means they fucking fixed it. So hey, congratulations. And because of that, I've, I stood by it. I said if they fixed it, I would start to watch. So I'm going to try tried my best. I've been trying to catch it on Twitch uh, when they play mm-hmm. them. So more power to them. But how is it? How is it that WWE is this is this illogical and this bad? When especially when we talked about it before, NXT is still perfect. I mean, NXT yeah. is so it's so logical. It, it makes sense and it flows. And I look forward to matches. WWE is just like, hey, uh, do you like this person? I go, I like him. They go, all right, well, it's a bad guy now. Yeah, I know what you're. I already know what you, like your reasoning behind it's going to be. But yeah. uh, I know well, I, I, have, I know it's going to be Vince. I know it's going to be Vince. Is him though? That's the problem. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it is. I mean, he is the issue, and the, the, I mean, it has to be because NXT proves it, right? Because NXT is Vince's hands off. That every report says Vince has absolutely nothing to do with it. And he did that by choice because he wants Triple H to sink or swim. <laughs> well, it's amazing. So, well, yeah, he's, he's swimming. So yeah. he's not only swimming; he's building a new lake off to the side. Yeah. And when WWE's drains out because they've used up all the resources, he'll have a new lake. Yeah, that's essentially what he's doing. Uh, but with Raw, uh, so what's going on with Raw? Uh, when Bomber left off, and for everybody that's listening, uh, the the Raw after SummerSlam was good. I liked it. I liked the fact that they brought back the Shield. Uh, I liked the fact that they beat down Strowman because if anybody is going to get the upper hand on Braun Strowman, it's going to be the Shield as a unit. Mm-hmm. I, I just that's undisputed. I I feel like the Shield should never uh, be defeated by one man or two men ever. It always it should always have to be a, a giant effort to take him down. And Braun's probably the only one that could stand up to them for a few minutes. Like I could see him, I could see him tossing uh, Rollins and Ambrose out and like getting a few you know punches in on Roman before they come back in. But their their booking on this is just ass backwards. A hundred percent, because the shield should be the heels here. I mean, the, the shield, it makes sense that Roman finally got his belt, and as a character, from a from a kayfabe standpoint, Roman should be terrified that he's going to lose that belt, because it's been how many years with Lesnar? Two years, you know, with him holding yeah. on to that belt on it. From a character standpoint, I'd be fucking afraid too, especially because uh, from a kayfabe standpoint... Lesnar's not gone yet. Lesnar will have at least one more match in WWE. So I would be like, yeah, let's get my two closest friends. Let's bring this faction back together and keep the title on me. It's a it's a classic chicken shit heel maneuver to bring in people to protect your title. So what do they do? Oh, no, he's babyface. Yeah, it was it was weird because on the episode, it definitely, like the last one I seen when they uh, reformed, 
because uh, it was it was a fantastic match. First of all, it was Roman versus Finn Balor main event. It was very, very yeah. good match. Braun it came out to cash in. Point that that they would give Balor the rematch finally it made sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, Braun came out cash in, and the Shield came out to like you know inter- like stop it, like block it, and they triple power bombed him. It was. And I was ecstatic. I mean, I know everybody's super, super big on Seth Rollins, so that would kind of be a forceful, like, heel type. You know, it's hard to boo Seth Rollins. Um, yes. But I still was 100% on board. I was like, wow, this is awesome. Because we, we, a lot of people have been waiting for Ambrose to turn heel, and this is a perfect way for him to be heel. Roman, people are dying for him to be heel. I thought it was, like, the perfect the perfect way right, to do so, it, but then apparently... So many challengers that could, could go after yeah. Roman and get through Ambrose and Rollins first. Put, put the tag titles on Rollins and Ambrose, keep the IC title they on might. Seth, and, put, and keep the heavyweight title on Roman. And you and here, here's what I was pitching. Okay, They don't want to turn them full-blown heel. Just make them a little bit unbearable. So they're not, so they're not necessarily coming out and saying, we hate the fans, blah, blah, blah. Just have them come out and say, this is now, we're now running this show. And if you boo us, if you cheer us, that's your prerogative. But from now on, these titles and this show is ours. So that way it's not a traditional heel turn. But when Braun comes out, people are going to go, fuck yeah. Get these pieces of shit off my TV, Braun. And he was he was white hot. Yeah. They, he was so popular. They used him to trick us into paying attention to Lesnar and Roman at SummerSlam. And then they <laughs> turned him heel two weeks later. What the fuck? Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah, because I was at the Raw, uh, the go-home show for SummerSlam, and nobody was even close. Besides Dean Ambrose's return, nothing was even close to Braun's reaction on the night. Like, everybody he's, he's was... At the moment, he's, he's yeah. the most over babyface they have right now. Yeah. And I don't... Anybody can dispute that. But you haven't watched the last two weeks. Here's what, here's what uh, has been the fallout from what happened there. So I'm thinking... Okay, I'm thinking they're going to keep beating Braun down week after week. That's kind of what I thought. And to the point where he's forced to bring in a partner. Like, he just doesn't have a choice. He needs, he needs to have two people to help him face against Roman, right? Mm-hmm. Even have uh, Hell in a Cell. Have the shield break into the, sh- the, the, the cell, which all this might still happen, by the way, but I doubt it now. Yeah. But say they break into the cell, because Braun's big thing is, oh, I'm going to get you, Roman, you can't do that. They end up, you know, breaking in, they cost uh, Braun the match, and then we have a full-blown, you know, heel shield. And then Braun goes, I don't want to, but now I have to bring partners. Well, they fucked that up because they lined them with Ziggler and McIntyre. And And then they put the belts on McIntyre. This reeks of, you are going to do what we want you to do. You're going to react how you want, but we want you to react. And if you don't, that's too bad because we're worth more money than we've ever been worth. Fuck you. You know, that's it. That's, That's what I feel. So... Um, but what they've done is they've effectively ne- they've effectively neutered Braun. Like that's all that's happened. Roman is still getting mixed reactions, and when he's by himself, flat out booed. I mean, just flat out. When he's with the Shield, he still gets booed sometimes. So obviously, Rollins and Ambrose get mega pops, yeah. like they're low. Uh, but Bra- it's not doing anything different for for Roman as a character. Uh, and but now when Braun comes out, what I noticed on Raw, Braun came out a few times. Every time he came out. It's just nothing. I mean, like, it's before people were losing their shit, Stone Cold style. Like, here comes Strom, and people go nuts. Yep. Now it's me, it's, and everybody was just kind of confused. This is the best way I can describe <laughs> because there were still some people chanting for him, but there was a healthy amount of people that were just not reacting at all. Like, when they've been so confused by what this is, what's happening, 
I, I don't know. Like, everything seemed like it was flowing okay until Braun came out uh, last week, and he, he faced off with Roman in the ring. And so they talked to each other, and I went, this is already wrong. <laughs> Braun, after he got beat down by the Shield, Braun should not be interested in words with Roman Reigns anymore. Braun should be interested in beating the shit out of him and taking his belt. But then, so they had them have, like, a back and forth talking. And I like how Roman tried to come off like a, like a baby face. Well, then why didn't you face him last week one-on-one when he challenged you? I don't like, this doesn't, it's mm-hmm. just such weird writing. And then the one thing that people were blowing the fuck up about, and I agree, Kevin Owens, who has I, been yeah, I was gonna talk about absolutely that. shit on by Braun. That's the storyline, by the way. Like, Braun... Braun has destroyed his life and career so badly that he quit. He flat out quit. And I everybody's did see like, oh, that. yeah. And he comes back the next week and helps Braun Strowman. <laughs> yeah, I I heard. I know oh, a man. lot of people were actually like uh, hit, hitting us up on Twitter saying, "I want you guys to talk about the crazy Raw." Apparently, after All In, the next Raw. Um, I don't yep. know if people were saying it could have been because of how successful All In was, but apparently that Raw was batshit crazy. Like, that's where the tag team titles changed. That's where uh, Kevin Owens came back the very next week. And people wanted us to, like, give our reactions on, like, what possibly could have been going through their damn minds there. They had all the momentum in the world after SummerSlam, and it completely fell apart because of dumbass booking. Like, why why was Kevin Owens out there with Braun? If anything, you know it would have been... I mean, maybe it would have been weird... But how interesting would it have been if Owens like had tried to help the Shield because he hates Braun that much? Yeah. Because he's already he's getting babyface pops right now. He he's feuding with Lashley, by the way. The storyline. I saw a clip of that. Is that he's uh, defending Sammy, who he never bothered to fucking talk about for two months, and then all of a sudden, oh, now it's time to defend Sammy's honor. What the fuck is going on with this company? That's I, okay. I was wondering what the connection was with Bobby. I didn't know if it was random or what. Okay, but I got it. So when he, when Bobby hurt his friend initially, he didn't give a fuck. But then after he quit because Braun hurt him, he came back to fight Bobby Lashley, not get revenge on Braun Strowman. Yeah, that's, that's a stretch. It's, it's, I think you said it right there. Everything on the main roster right now is a stretch. The fact that Road Dog had to go on Twitter, or felt he had to go on, Road Dog, get the fuck off Twitter, stop it. <laughs> the fact that he went on Twitter and had to try to justify them turning Becky Lynch heel after Becky Lynch was built up as a babyface underdog for six months is ridiculous. And his, his fucking logic is so ass-backwards. He goes, well, it worked, right? I yeah, but you didn't intend for it to work. Like, you, what the fuck? fuck is going on i just you know what i feel like i feel like vince is so crazy backstage now that everybody just throws shit at the wall and hopes to god that he just doesn't recognize them or pay attention to them until he's gone and with the xfl stacked on top of it i can't imagine he's any more uh competent than he was before he has to be so overworked and so stressed out trying to get that xfl off the ground I don't know. I it just it shows when you watch TV that it's a mess and it has no direction. Uh, the only person I feel like they're treating really well right now is Drew McIntyre. Is oh, money as yeah. fuck. Yeah, uh, watch that tag match the B team. He barely took any offense from those fucking jokes. Good. <laughs> he shouldn't be selling. He's Drew McIntyre. Motherfucker could be an undisputed uh, heavyweight champion down the road. He should not be taking a clothesline from Bo Dallas. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. That. That whole thing was sprung out of nowhere, too, I feel like. The whole B-team, they were doing their thing. Out of nowhere, boom. Yeah, by the way, your title runs over. It's time to give them to a real team now. They were 
over. I, I have a couple friends that are outside of the reckless eating, you know, show, and uh, they like the B team. I was kind of surprised about that. I'll give them credit for that. People that were casual wrestling fans that I've talked to tend to like them. They annoy the shit out of me, and you know, I was willing to give it a chance because I I like both guys. Uh, I I fought for uh, them when they were part of Miz's faction, but yeah. let's be real here. They need to go back to SmackDown and join the Miz as quickly as possible <laughs> because they they don't work as a team. They're just they're they're fucking losers, and your gimmick should not. Be you're a fucking loser when yeah. when they post Daniel Bryan as the underdog babyface or Becky Lynch as the underdog babyface. They weren't fucking losers, you know. Like that, I didn't picture Daniel Bryan sitting at home complaining about not getting a date and playing Xbox 360 <laughs> into the night. I totally think that's what the B team does. Yeah, no, and I was opposite actually. I when they first formed, I was like, God, this is the worst thing. They're not I, funny. I'm this is terrible. But they ended up being one of the better things in the raw, weak ass, fucking broken tag team division. So I tolerated them a little bit more. So but I'm glad they lost. Uh, I wish they'd put them on uh, revival or Authors of Pain instead. But I, I'm pretty excited for a Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre versus uh, Rollins and Ambrose tag match, though. I think that's going to be fucking incredible. On paper. So oh, man. This show looks, looks fantastic. It does look good, yeah. Uh, it's, you know what? what's wrong with Hell in a Cell is why is AJ and Joe not a cell match? I don't, I don't understand that. Or if, if not a cell match, at least some stipulation because like, something. something's got to be in here. It's a blood. He's going after the man's family, and then like Rain. Okay, Reigns and Braun makes sense because they have history. So I, I kind of just give that to them. And also storyline standpoint, it makes sense that Braun would prefer for the Shield to not have a way in. Okay, I'm cool with that. That's that's fine. I always assumed it would be one. Mm -hmm. Why is Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton a Hell in a Cell match? <laughs> what? I man, I'm guessing. I mean, this is just me just throwing this out there, but same page though. Say Go what? Oh, you're no, thinking same thing you're probably. Thinking yeah, I, yeah, I think. This is like his, you know, I'm going out, I'm going out with a bang kind of deal. I think this is like near the very end of his career. He wants to have, he's always, from what I heard, he's always wanted a Hell in a Cell match. And this is his, like, I don't know, reward for sacrificing so much. And he's going to go out with a bang. A list for him was Hell in a Cell is the only thing he never did in WWE they wanted to do. I can see it, but like, here, here's a, here's a novel concept. Then maybe do Roman Reigns versus Jeff Hardy, or do AJ Styles versus Jeff Hardy in a Hell in a Cell match. Don't have the Hell in a Cell match come up and just go, yeah, we'll just throw this random feud into the Cell for no reason. Yes, but it does feel very random. Oh, super random. This, the Cell is supposed to be where you finish something. Or if something's so big, it can't be contained by a normal matchup. And Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton... <laughs> It's just going to be Orton beating the shit out of a corpse from North Carolina. Yeah, he's going to kill him. And then he's going to swanton off the top of the cage. I guarantee it. They're going to make it safe. They'll probably have, like, a crash pad or something. Mm. But that's, I don't, I, I mean, me, me, me and you are on the same page. Ten years ago, hell yeah, I, want, I would love to see Jeff Hardy in a Hell in a Cell match. That, that's what's in, he was in his prime. Yeah. Now, fuck no. <laughs> I don't want him to die. I am, <laughs> yeah, I'm very scared for Jeff Hardy in this it's fucking match. <laughs> Yes. We're going to uh, witness fucking Owen Hart 2.0 off that fucking cage. He is going sure to gonna die. Safe, but I just, I have no desire to see Jeff Hardy in his current state. I don't even want to see him wrestle anymore. I Honestly, I kind of put him into the, the camp of Mick Foley where, hey, you had your time. You're one of the most recognizable wrestlers of all time. 
you're good. Don't, like, if your body, his wife goes on Twitter and is constantly uh, reacting to his matches going, oh, I was so afraid when he did that. Then tell your fucking husband to stop. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely feeling this is, like, kind of the end of the, the road for Hardy here. Yeah, because obviously Matt's gone. And yeah, Matt's. So that's it. I mean, I, Matt's Matt's getting the surgery or whatever for his back, and then he's going to become an agent. So he's he's done. From what I heard, this might be this might I might be wrong, but I I think I saw the last televised Matt Hardy match at that role I went to. I may be wrong. He may have yeah. done a house show or whatever, but I think that was the last televised match he was in. I may be wrong. That three way tag match. Much, uh, much, I know we're talking a little shit about Delphine and Matt now lately, but much respect to the Hardy Boys. I mean, we literally voted them the best tag team of all time. Oh, <laughs> so there's no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I just, uh, I really think that, well, one, there should only be one Hell in a Cell match uh, on this show. There should always only be one, preferably one a year. Uh, and that needed to be AJ Styles and Samoa Joe. They had the story for it. They had the uh, they have the fire. They have easily the hottest angle going into the show. But yet they're just going to have a normal one on one match. Yeah. That seems so, super stupid. Let's run through the card here real quick. Uh, um, I, like I said, on paper, I'm looking at the card. There's eight matches announced right now. I think they'll probably add in like a kickoff show match. I wouldn't be surprised if it was like uh, Owens and Lashley. Who knows? But I'm sure they're probably going to add at least one. One or two more matches here before the show. Um, but, uh, first of all, SmackDown Tag Team titles. New Day versus Rusev and Aiden English. I think this this should be a really fun match, but I don't see any... Do you see any way New Day's losing? This has got to be the final straw that's going to be... That's going to break up Rusev and Aiden English, I think. Yeah, I think... I think they weren't well. I mean, New Day wasn't going to get the belts anyway to begin with. It was the fact that it was, uh, yeah. Harper and Rowan, yeah, they were they well, uh, Rowan's out with an injury. Oh. So uh, I mean, they kind of lucked into this, and you can tell they did too because when they won the belts, they went on social media and they were really fucking happy about it. And I'm like, well, okay, yeah, because you probably weren't going to get another yep. one. So good for them. I mean, hey, sometimes the solid hand is the right choice of action. The people that don't get hurt are the people you want to put your faith in behind because you don't have to you know worry about them getting hurt. Uh, no, they, you know, I mean, what do they do with Rusev? Poor guy. Uh, he had his time in the sun. He, he, Rusev is the example of what Daniel Bryan could have been if people weren't super invested in the fact that he's an indie darling and a lot of people like him, mm-hmm. you know, past WWE. Rusev had his time in the sun, and maybe they could have done something with him, but they clearly dropped the ball with him. So, uh, no, I just I don't really care about Rusev or Aiden English all that much. I'm sure it'll be a fun match because uh, both Aiden English and Rusev can bump yeah. pretty good, especially New Day. So I'm, I'm looking forward to the match, but no chance in hell of winning. No. Yeah, no, I don't think they're going to win. And I, I mean, I've liked the the story that they have been telling with the whole Aiden English keeps fucking shit up, and then he's he's try, you know he's trying his best, but he just keeps messing up. And I think Rusev's definitely going to turn heel on him and uh, at some point, either during this match, maybe after the match, I'm not sure. Aiden might cost them on accident if they're still going with that. Again, I haven't watched the show in a couple weeks. I don't know if they're still going along with that story. I, I hope yeah. so because it was decent. So uh, we'll see with that one. But, yeah, I see New Day easily defending. Um, now the next match, the, uh, the Raw Tag Team title match, uh, Ziggler and McIntyre versus Rollins and Ambrose. I would not be surprised. Obviously, I know Ziggler McIntyre just got the titles, but I would not be surprised if they want to have all Shield members having belts, and they put them on McIntyre and Ziggler just to maybe trade off, get the titles off a of B team, and transition over to get them on to Rollins and Ambrose. I would not be surprised at all. What do you think? 
I I think it's almost a certainty, honestly. Like what what they couldn't have Rollins because again they're ass back ass word uh, what is it ass backwards booking. Mm-hmm. It would have made more sense to have Rollins and Ambrose just crush the B team if they were heels. That would come in yeah. and just make them look awful because because they're the best. They're the shield. But instead, they were like, put the belts on McIntyre and Ziggler so that they can transition it onto the baby faces that are holding down the entire roster. The baby faces that are so unliked that the whole roster felt they had to come together to beat the fuck out of him and throw Rollins through a car window. <laughs> yeah, okay. Wow, what baby faces. <laughs> I, you know what? I actually, I did, I, came, I was doing something at night and I came home late. And I got to turn Raw on just for the final end of the show. And I did see that. I did see uh, all three members of the Shield getting beat up by the entire roster. And I saw uh, Rollins get thrown into the side of that car and have his arms smashed through the, win- the window and whatnot. That was pretty yeah. brutal. And I was, uh, by the way, a uh, little personal uh, bias here, but I was pretty fucking hyped to see Drew Gulak getting in on that action. That was pretty cool. Dude, I love Drew. Yeah. I have to do a pause real quick because we have somebody who is watching uh, the – current women's tournament going on. The Mae Young Classic yeah. 2 is popping in right now. So a little, a little surprise, because uh, I was talking to him on Facebook. I'm like, Munch, come on. How, are you okay. there? Hello. Oh, hello, old man Tom. How are you? What's going on? Well, I am... We were bitching. This is, uh, you guys have never talked before. This is Jake, who I do the podcast with, and Jake, this is old man Tom, who I do uh, video games with. Yeah, sexual. Think, yeah, we played a couple games together. Yes, not we did. That's not yeah, 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 we did. Game. What was that zombie game back in the day we played together? I can't remember that. There's uh, been like 20 of them. Yeah, well, yeah, there was the yeah. one where uh, it was actually good, but I don't remember what it was. Uh, so Tom has been watching the May Young Classic 2. Tom, what are your thoughts on the May Young Classic 2 so far? Because I've not seen it. Bit sloppy. Not as good not as good as the first one so far, but I absolutely loathe the commentary team. Okay. Michael Cole is a goddamn cancer on this world. Really? Hey god uh, I uh, <laughs> I just finished watching episode 2 and it's uh what is it Mercedes versus uh Madison Rain in the final. I like Mercedes. Um, I think Mercedes is good. Yeah, yeah, they're both good. I mean, it was yeah. an okay match. I think uh um uh, Rain got her bell rung early on, so it was a little bit sloppy, but it was a decent match. But anyways, the commentary is what's killing me because it's it, the WWE style of commentary. Just it just uh, who's it's with just, Cole? Hey, what's that? Who's with who's Cole? With, is it Renee? It's, uh, or? Beth, Beth Phoenix and Renee. Oh, okay. Beth Phoenix is cancer. Beth, Beth is mediocre. Renee oh, is nice. Renee, and, <laughs> and Cole is a cancer. But. But what's killing me and what's taking me completely out of this tournament is the stupid, well, when I was talking to Mercedes earlier, she gave me this insight that I have a <laughs> tattoo sleeve of DC characters. And then Renee chimes in, well, Michael, when I spoke with Mercedes earlier, oh my God. none of you fucking spoke to Mercedes earlier. No, none no. of you spoke to any of these people. And you've probably <laughs> never heard of them before this yeah. night where you're watching them for the first fucking time. So hey, shut what? up. There's a reason why they're doing that, though, is because when Daniel Bryan did the commentary for uh, what was the the men's tournament? I'm just forgetting off the top of my head. Uh, guys... Which one? Cruiserweight Classic? Uh, the, five, the, the Cruiserweight Classic. Five Cruiserweight Classic, yeah. There you go. Uh, when he did that, he did know these people personally. So he was actually telling real personal oh, Brian stories. Bryan was great in the commentary for that, he yeah. Was really good. And, even, and so, that's... even with the personal stories, <laughs> I'm not watching this because I give a flying fuck what Mercedes Martinez had for dinner yesterday. Yeah, I, I think they're trying. Yeah, they must be trying to. Match. Yeah, oh, man, trying to get more personal, <laughs> probably. So what I would say though is that the I, I made a post about this on Twitter and on Facebook. I commended the Raw team right now because I feel Cole. 
is not bad on Raw. He's 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 fine. I'm I'm completely okay with Cole. He doesn't make me upset. He he doesn't do anything for it. But like again, he's just kind of there. Corey Graves is our Jesse Ventura. Like this guy is going to be known in history as being our generation's Jesse. And Renee, excellent, excellent addition to the Raw team. And here's why I commend them. Okay, now, Corey's the only one out of the three that actually goes above and beyond to really impress me with any type of logic that I care about. Yeah. But all three of them don't distract from the matches. We don't get Booker T going, Funkin' Duncan, quack, quack, or Coach going, I never watched the product, and I'm going to go bitch at somebody on Twitter. And we don't get fucking JBL who just sits there and goes, Michael Cole? Yeah, just phones it in and says nonsense. See, but I'm fine with Michael Cole's innate bullshit on Raw because that's the mainstream product. You're filling the hours, whatever. Mm -hmm. Usually the NXT tournaments are more for the hardcore, more like indie fans, marks, and shit like that. Like, they're the, the ones that know these people. I don't want to hear your made-up bullshit backstory for indie workers that I've grown up watching or gone to shows and <laughs> seen. Like, the fact that it's true and it sounds made up because they're so terrible at telling you the story. That may also be the case. <laughs> but, like, the NXT commentary team does a great job. Lucha Underground, if you ever watch it, the commentary team. Matt Striker is Good. fucking phenomenal. It's like they everybody makes fun of him. Like, all the announcers hate him. Like, actual announcers think he's terrible, but yet I think he's one of the better he ones around is fantastic. Mauro is great. It's like you call the match, you build up the action, mm -hmm. you focus on what's in the ring, and you don't take me to Mercedes Martinez's fucking apartment so that I know what her little kids are watching on TV tonight. I don't fucking care. <laughs> they should just break up the match at like five minutes in. They walk up to Mercedes and they're like, stop the match, stop the match. They walk up with the microphone and they go, what would you think of the last season of Walking Dead? Oh my god. <laughs> I wouldn't put that past them. <laughs> So did that? So you're only how many matches in? Are you in round two right now that you're watching? Or? I'm I'm watching it on the network as it's. So I guess I, I just watched the episode that aired yesterday or that they oh, okay. they put up yesterday. So I'm watching it as it goes. I tried to avoid the spoilers and stuff like that, but it's been decent so far. I really like Oscar's mom. She's a beast. Oh jeez. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Old Oscar. She Old is a. <laughs> well, they were saying on commentary, here the one bullshit fact they threw out, which might be true, is that like I guess her nickname is the Final Boss or something like that. She's I've a fucking that, beast. Yep. She's a goddamn beast. Like that was a fantastic she match. Was the, like most well known because I never heard of her because I don't follow a lot. Yeah, Mako Sakamura, Sakamura. Yeah, she's she's like a legend over there. Well, yeah. they showed a clip. I guess she was on WCW. Uh, what? Back in the nineties, like wow. one of her first matches, she jobbed, and she's like, "I was terrible. <laughs> I didn't have a finisher. Like she looked like a generic person." They actually showed the clip on the May Young Classic. So wow. she's been wrestling for like twenty six years. Jesus. She's a fucking beast. That's awesome. <laughs> like, yeah. No, yeah, I haven't got to see any of it. I've seen just a couple spoilers, nothing major, but I haven't been able to see much of uh, the Young Classic yet. So I did enjoy the first one. I, I did. I also hated the commentary on the first one. I thought JR was absolutely horrendous. Oh, I didn't know was talking what, about. It was him yeah. and Lita, right? Wasn't it him and Lita or yeah. was it him and Beth? Lita and Beth Phoenix, I thought. Oh, no, just him and Lita. It was just JR and Lita. Yeah. Yeah. He gets a lot of shit, though, especially for, like, his New Japan work, too, because he just doesn't know anybody <laughs> or any of the stuff. He doesn't know anything. <laughs> really... <laughs> That's like his new gimmick now. He just he just goes in there, yeah, hey, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm just going to go I mean, with he's, it. He's yeah. always called everything a suplex. So, I mean, you can't really ever say he did know everything. Like, he can't know every indie move that exists. They just yeah. had a suplex. No, Jim, they stopped the match and they asked her opinions on The Walking Dead. That's not a suplex. A Walking Dead suplex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
God. So, uh, sorry to sorry to hijack your podcast. No. I was just ranting to Matt on Facebook, and I'm like, <laughs> complaining to me on Facebook. And I'm like, why don't you just come in and talk about it real quick? Everybody yeah. Here. yeah, no, we're just hanging out. We're talking. We're talking about Hell in a Cell right now. But oh, yeah. nice, nice. Uh, he doesn't watch. I haven't watched anything in a couple months, so I'm, oh. I'm not uh, anywhere on that track. I'm trying to catch up on the Mae Young Classic. Like I usually like the NXT or mm. the uh, network specials. Ricochet has been incredible on NXT. Incredible. Watching Ricochet on NXT excites I need to go watch that. He fought, uh, didn't he just have the match with Dunn, right? Was that yesterday they put it up? He is fucking incredible. And Adam Cole is the perfect person to fight him. Because, like, Cole's the polar opposite, but Cole can work with anyone. Like, he makes, he's a traditional heel to me. Adam, Adam Cole always gets his own shit in, but he always specifically tries to make the babyface look better. And that's, that's a heel. Like, that's good. Again, NXT is so good, but WWE is so fucking terrible. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> you know. I mean, well, not the worst, worst. At I the mean, moment, they're the worst professional wrestling company on the planet. Well, no, it's, get out of here. Get out of no. here. Get out of here. What, what's worse other than CCW? Don't, hey, God damn it. No, don't even. Don't even. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I will be honest with you, man. CCW is so fucking being shitty right now. I'm not even going to lie. I can't, I can't argue that. They're It'll fucking falling down so hard. Life, by the way. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find a way. He lives in L.A. now. And I yeah, follow him on Instagram. So I'm going to find a way to make him think that I'm important, and then I'm going to become his friend. Yeah, well, no, I've, I've talked to him a couple times about because I've always been interested in moving to Japan, and I've, I've talked to him about that because he, he was out there for almost, what, almost 10 years, I think. He was out there filming stuff. And, uh, yeah, no, he's, su- he's super cool. He has no problem, like, talking to anybody. So, yeah, he, you hit him up. He'll talk to you. He's cool there dude. Go. Um, but, no, he was actually talking about – Literally, he is. He said that he was going to return to CZW at some point. So, cool. whether or I not mean, he does shape. it, we'll, Good shape. we'll fucking Good see. But he says that he will. So, I don't know. There we go. Uh, Tom, any wrestling thoughts before uh, before we close it out? <laughs> um, uh, they have far too many pay per views. The WWE commentary team is terrible. Do you think Raw is good? I love Ricochet. Big, big <laughs> Alexa Bliss fan, I feel. Big Alexa Bliss fan. I, I tolerate Alexa Bliss. Oh. I, I don't hate her like Matt hates her. Like, yes, I think he despises her. <laughs> I don't think Tom has heard most of these matches, or, or if he has, he can just react to them again. Uh, they've, they, the rumors for the Evolution matches, the all-women's paper. Oh, I saw the spoiler card, or the, the, the alleged like the, card. Yeah, uh, Trish versus Alexa Bliss is a fucking waste of time. That's Grandma uh, Trish versus versus Alexa Bliss. Yeah, it's a waste of time. Hey, waste of time. Lita versus Mickey James. What a waste of time. Yep. Very weird. The both women should be fighting some younger people, right? Like that. That's. I want to see Lita. Ver- give me Lita versus Bailey. Give me Lita versus Sasha. Give me Lita versus Shark. Give me something like you're bring you're you're bringing it as Tom calls it, old man Stratus. You're <laughs> Grandma man Stratus. Give us a WrestleMania style main event, and then of course the rumored main event. Of uh, Nikki Bella versus Ronda Rousey. I absolutely cannot stand the fact that the Bellas came back to be shoved down our throat to be the face of the fucking women's revolution. Like, I cannot fucking stand that. You say that, but man, she's going to get her fucking arm snapped by Ronda and everybody's going to love it. I hope so. I think that's why they're doing it. I think that's why they're doing it. So she can job out and get fucking destroyed by Ronda. Almost as bad as Brie almost snapped her fucking neck on Raw botching oh, yeah. those two fucking dives. Like, the Bellas oh, oh. were great 
in an era when all the other female wrestlers were models. Yeah. But now, when all the female wrestlers are wrestlers, you can see that the Bellas are just trash. Horrendous. Yeah. Yeah. Nikki, Nikki is competent, but she has to be in there with somebody who's really good. Uh, other than, if Nikki's in there with, like, anybody who's on her skill level, it's going to be a train wreck. Yeah, her and Ronda, oh my god, that's going to have to be a squash match. It has to be a squash ugly. match. Yeah. And it also has to be super planned out. Like, you imagine Triple H goes, all right, girls, no plan to get out there and have a 30-minute classic. Yeah. <laughs> Ronda's just going to break her arm and drop her on her neck. Like, that's yep. really all that'll happen. I mean, even so, the one thing we didn't talk about was the SmackDown main event I thought was really shitty. Uh, it was Daniel Bryan in the corner of Brie yeah. with Miz in the corner of Maurice. I just threw up and in my mouth like, a little bit. <laughs> just, they killed all the momentum that I, ca- I cared about Bryan and Miz feuding. I don't want their fucking wives involved past manager status. You know, it's, like it's just the violent insertion of the Bellas into everything right now because they have a popular TV show. No, it's not. Popular. That's why they're having a pro- they're trying. They brought them back specifically because their ratings are doing awful right now. It was popular then. At one time, they had a popular TV show. They're terrible. They can't yeah. talk. Every time you hear their music, I just cringe. It's like you can look, but you can't touch. Well, can you just like go away? That'd be yeah, better. Yeah. And, I don't want to look either. <laughs> like just, just. And you got Brian and Bree versus Miz and Maurice at Hell in a Cell. No, nope, nope, not even, not even close to being interested. Brian, Brian, we have him back, right? We have Brian. None of us thought we would get the opportunity to see Brian back. And what do they do? Thank God they gave us the Miz match. By the way, it was still a really good match. I, I it, it lived up to what I wanted it to be. So I'm like, okay, well they're going to keep going. No, I don't want to waste Daniel Bryan on a fucking mixed tag match. Just, I think this is just, just a way to extend it, you know, so they can, yeah. Well, is uh, here's my prediction: Miz is taking that title from Styles. Got to put Bree over. Well, Bree is taking that no, title. Yes, Bree is taking that belt from AJ. <laughs> Joe will be Wendy's new husband, and Bree is taking the title from AJ. Oh, the Joe's only hilarious. thing that I want to talk about, ask Tom's opinion on, is uh, so Tom, is Shawn Michaels coming out of retirement or not? I really hope not. I do. Too. I mean, Saudi Arabia's got that money. Oh, yeah. So if anyone can buy him out of retirement, it's them. I mean, who knows? Maybe he's relapsed and he's gone on a bunch of vendors and lost all his money. I have a prediction. But I hope he stays retired because he's the only one that really hasn't come back. Yeah. yeah. And uh, but I can see him using that in like over time because obviously he's a trainer in NXT right now. So he's. I mean, there have been reports he full blown wrestle match. He wrestles matches when they train. So which, like he's which he is can, fine, but. You can but, be around the business, and you can elevate those around you without cheapening your retirement, a la Ric Flair, Terry Funk. Yeah, um, that's the problem, though. Terry Brian Funk still, again. Yeah. When Brian retired. Terry Funk again. He said he had no problem staying Terry away. Funk again. <laughs> Time, times 18. Uh, yeah, but with a little fact to go off the, the grid here. Terry Funk was supposed to be in that all-in battle royal, but he was suffering from, like, a staph infection or something. Oh. He couldn't make it. Terry so, Funk, he's still alive? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, back, back to Sean Michaels. So here's my prediction. I, I think he's I think it's guaranteed he's wrestling again. I think what happened was he like Brian, he was fine when he was away from it, but then once he got involved in it again, aka becoming a trainer in NXT, traveling with the brand, you know, doing all, he got the itch again. And I think that's perfectly acceptable considering he's in great shape. You're, when he comes back, we're gonna get an awesome Shawn Michaels. I don't like obviously he might be a little rusty at first, he's just but gonna be bald. Yeah, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see but it. But here's the thing. I'm willing to compromise on this because I think I'm with you guys. I would prefer he stays retired. Uh, that's what I want. If I don't get that and he is coming back, 
then fine. Do the rumored match of, you know, DX versus the Brothers of Destruction in Saudi Arabia. I, well, whatever. I'm not going to watch it anyway. And then, but, but, here's what I want. They better fucking give me Shawn Michaels versus AJ Styles. If they're going to yeah. fucking... They, they won't do it. They won't do they it. Won't. So dumb! Just <laughs> <laughs> announced. Just go. AJ comes out, confronts him after the match and Sawyer goes... WrestleMania. If you if you you came out of retirement, it's me and you for the title at WrestleMania. Boom, done. Every spark just, just shoots their load all over the screen. I mean, That's I would fine. Take, that is the dream match. I would take Shawn Michaels, Daniel Bryan. That would be rumor is spectacular. That it's going to be Michaels costing Taker the match against uh, Triple H in Australia. Then they do the tag match in Saudi Arabia. And then Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker one more time at WrestleMania to retire on The Undertaker. Oh I don't want to see that. No, no. That, that's not going to live up to these the These rumors other... are terrible. Yeah, that's... But they seem pretty logical by the way oh, they, they book. Oh, they do sound like that would be... 100%. But, I mean, Taker is technically retired by Roman Reigns. I mean, he can't... He, he left the uh, hat in the ring. It's Give over. Me style. Ignore last year. I was about to say. <laughs> I want it. And, like, you couldn't give a better opponent to Shawn Michaels than, than AJ. AJ will protect Michaels in the ring. Oh, no. AJ's sloppy as fuck. What? No, no, no. no. I I, I'm completely kidding. I was like, what the fuck? He is the safest man alive that you can put in the ring with Shawn Michaels. People didn't know. People tuck their necks. It's their own fucking fault. But he's going to be one guy. Like, again, if they give if they give me that match, or even, like, I don't fuck it. If, even if they gave me, like, Brian and Michaels, they gave me, even I said before, if they gave me Roman and Michaels. I'm on board. I want I to would, I would be on board with that as long as he doesn't make Roman look strong. You know he will. It's required. Yeah. He's going to do a Hulk versus Shawn Michaels style match where Roman just tossing him around like a cartoon character. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Scott just joined back. Just joined, not back in, just joined. Scott, are you there? I am finally here. So, yeah, <laughs> only an hour I've replaced you, Scott. Leave. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no. What, what are your thoughts on Michaels? He's coming back. No, he's not. <laughs> and I don't like it. The money's too. I I hope not. But I saw someone go, "Is that Saudi money?" And I'm like, "Yeah, if, yeah, he'll come back." No. Just think um, about it. And Matt, I hate get the idea for skin. Mania, but yep. No, <laughs> no, no, I can't. I can't. no it'll I don't just want ruin. It'll ruin everything. It'll ruin everything. Oh well, it won't ruin everything. It'll just be bad. This happening, bomber. <laughs> no, it's yeah. nothing. Because what happened happened. It just cheapens. Mm -hmm. But it's that they could have done this where it would have still, I still would have been soured in my mouth the fact that you came out of retirement. But they could have easily done this and made it more logical and gave some passion. Just have Michaels come out there and whoever he's going to fight comes out and taunts him. Similar to how Undertaker did. That was a really good promo, by the way. That segment between them was awesome. Yeah, I was really about to say that too, yeah. How terrible the rest of the roster is compared to the old school guys that can cut the promo. There's so much passion behind it. But have you know have Roman out there and Michaels comes out and just tells Roman that, that what you're doing with Braun is just not it's not right. Like you're supposed to be a fighting champion, but you're hiding behind your friends. Have Roman be like, well, you're hiding behind your retirement. Boom, that's it. And he just starts making it personal. He starts every week. He starts cutting a promo on Michaels for for months. He's going through Braun. He's going through all these people, and he just goes, hey, Sean. Look what I'm doing now. If you have any balls, you'll face me at WrestleMania. Oh you know, you're not... At least it's something. It's not just oh Michael's no. just... It takes that Saudi Arabia money. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Money. 
I, see I still saying. want Michaels and Brian, because I heard you saying that, because that's literally yeah. trainer and student, yeah, and we, yeah, we teased that Brian. forever ago. There is history there. So Styles, though. That's, that, to me, Styles and Michaels yes. rematch. That is something that everybody can come so together with. So we're getting Big Show versus Michaels. Yep, <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's the dream match. And uh, right we'll get Kane versus uh, Stone Cold for some reason. Oh, he could yeah. take some great stunners. And, um, yeah. Austin comes back and he just he just fights the rock at WrestleMania like what the fuck? <laughs> Damn it! Hey. They did that with Lesnar. Well, having him face people that like he's always fa already faced. Like why? God, there's so much promotion towards Triple H and Undertaker. Last time ever, on Twitter, Instagram, they're like, oh, what are the top Undertaker feuds? Triple H, Undertaker, number one. N no, no, yeah, not in no. anybody's mind is Taker Triple H the best Undertaker feud ever. You're insane. No. So yeah, it's no, it, it's not as great as they think it is. Stop That's doing that. Obviously, Giant Gonzalez. Yeah, I was saying clearly. I think it's Triple okay. H put that article up. So yeah, he wrote it too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he knows the guy on the website. He can get it done. Yeah, he's had a lot of good ones. Like Shawn Michaels was the best match that he ever had, but that feud wasn't particularly memorable, other than their entrances doing the whole evil versus like heaven thing. But yeah. at the initial team. Uh, when they brought him in and WrestleMania was at 14, that was an incredible angle. That was really good. And the fact that it took uh, Taker three tombstones to put his brother down, mm -hmm. that was fucking awesome. <laughs> that was really, really great stuff. Yeah, I would almost yeah. say that as much as, you know, some people hate on Kane. Like, my, one of my favorite whole Undertaker feuds was with Kane. Like, the whole original Kane coming in was some of my favorite stuff from Kane. Or Undertaker. Yeah. But, that was some of the best stuff from Kane, too. Yeah, and definitely, yeah. definitely yeah. the best yeah. stuff from yeah. Kane. Yeah, he hasn't done much since. Other than amazing match on SmackDown during the Alliance era with Kurt Angle. I stand by that. Yep. I mean, he, he's I remember a bear that. now. So. That, that match led to the rematch at the WrestleMania I went to, it and it so wasn't as good. good. That SmackDown match was so good. Yeah, it was a really good match. It was the first time Kane ever tapped. That's why it was a big deal. He tapped yeah. the Kurt. He gave Kurt the rub. That was awesome. That's it, though. Can't name anything else he did that was good. Um, <laughs> oh, Kane Xbox was great. But, uh, <laughs> oh, by the God. way... Just uh, just going back to Hell in a Cell real quick. Why I I've like I said I've missed stuff. Why the fuck is Mick Foley a special referee for this? Because he uh, wants to be. Rumor is, is again uh, these are all rumors. Rumor is he he's taking a bump, and I go God no please yeah, please don't get, do that. He's getting thrown off the top. Yeah no his like, promo what? said that he came out and he wants to get that feeling. He doesn't want to just be like sitting ringside for the twentieth anniversary because it was actually June, but you know Hell in a Cell's the event, so that's where the anniversary is because logic. And he wants to feel alive like he did when he was as close to death as you could be when he went through that cell. So, yeah, he's absolutely going to so take no a real crazy reason. Because Roman isn't and Braun isn't. So who is? The your daughter's hot as fuck. Send her over here. I'll take care of her and get out of the ring, okay? Come on. He's going to send yeah. his autistic son to you. <laughs> oh, God. Even though, oh, God. God. Mick he not he really is. No. Come on. Not <laughs> sending him to you, but his son really is. Okay. Why would he send his autistic son to me? Because he needs more help than Noel does. She's clearly fine in life. Just take what you can really get, Zion. She is fine. She really needs all the fucking help yeah. in the world. Okay, Definitely man? fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, okay. Well, I was hoping there was a real reason behind it, but I'm glad there's not. That's good. He wants to take a bump or something. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Just throw yeah, him he into wants a to match. Feel alive. So, someone needs to take a bump. Do you see Braun going off the top or Roman? No. Well, I see Braun. I yeah. Could. But, by the way, I didn't get to say this, but remember when I said that turning Becky Lynch was the stupidest thing because he was the most over natural babyface they had? Except for Braun, 
Yeah, they did the same thing to Braun. They're fucking idiots. Anyway, <laughs> I'm caught up now. Becky I'm be like a stone cold. She is all caught up. They've, they've modified her. She's like an ass kicker now. And she's still. The other thing yeah, they need to drop. Kicker. I was about to she's, say the last kicker. Yep. Yeah, last kicker. She's mm-hmm. got to stop making like telling the fans that they're not behind her though. Just knock it off. Just just go full stone cold with her. She's stone cold yeah. Becky Lynch. That's fine remember, with me. Remember when Diesel kind of turned and was like, "The ones who like me like me. The rest can screw yeah. off." That that the tweener. Literally, be tweener Becky. Oh, It'll be fine. They don't have tweeners anymore. Yeah, Punk never on the indie scene. Punk would usually not insult anybody who cheered him. Like if you if you like fist bumped yeah. him or you showed respect, he would love you. But he hated everybody else, which was a majority of the people because he was a dick, and he still is one. I was but, gonna say, yeah, he's, he's yeah, yeah. He was, sure. yeah, it was, yeah. yeah, big change there. I was cutting the promo on him on Twitter. I thought that was pretty funny. He was like, "Hey, man, I can understand why you don't like your previous employer. I don't like him either. But maybe don't like shit on professional wrestling by turning down the biggest independent wrestling show in history." <laughs> I was like, "Wow, okay." <laughs> did, did he mention anything about All In? By the way, did he like comment on it or anything? Anybody know? Who, punk? It. Yeah, Punk. Um, apparently, he said a serious offer was never made. No, so maybe they just said fuck him. Like that was I'm, it. I'm going to go look uh, right now because I heard something about that just the other day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shoots down rumors he was offered anything for all in. Interesting. And here's the thing they didn't need him anyway. Oh, oh of course nope. not. No. no. I mean, it would have been pretty surreal to see him actually return, but he's for him. pretty uh, much should... painting himself okay. a complete asshole in his absence. So. Here, yeah. Here's all it was. He told uh, Ariel Hawani on the MMA show I was never made an offer to be there. They simply said, if you want to come, you should come. Very vague, not an offer. He said, don't blame them, because, I mean, they never said anything anyway. But he had movie commitments, so he couldn't have anyway. Movie? He's in movies? What? No, he was watching a movie. He was <laughs> I was about to say, like, what? <laughs> he had movie commitments. It was movie night with AJ on the couch. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't turn that down. Watching those Netflix originals. <laughs> I wouldn't turn originals. that down either. <laughs> he's going to be all in in one way or another. Yeah, seriously. Oh, my God. No, okay. Well, well, good. At least he's saying, hey, don't blame them. It's my fault. I didn't fucking want to be there, so that's good. I'm not night can't do it. Now, what's Mercedes Martinez eating for dinner? Yeah, oh God. When I talked to her earlier, she's... <laughs> That she was making steak. I got to tell you, Jr. I am. I eat an avioli. <laughs> what, the, what accent? Was yeah, that? what the fuck was that voice? Is she the Swedish uh, chef or something? Well, not Chef Boyardino. He he hashtag me too. Dear now Lord. She's, she's uh, what's that? Damn it. <laughs> yeah, that one that one idiot that started it. But then. Oh no no no! That performance piece Asian chick that dressed up like a swan. What the oh, fuck? You're yeah. just basically Miss Swan, actually. <laughs> yeah, Miss Swan. <laughs> no, but I'm thinking of Bjork oh. or some shit like oh, that. Fuck. Oh my god. Whew, that was good. Oh, Punk. Hey, man. If you ever, if you ever get done with your uh, your movie watching schedule, come join Reckless Eating. We're we're there you go. that. <laughs> yeah. The only thing that I wanted to talk about left with uh, Hell in a Cell is the fucking poster. Have you guys seen the poster? Have you yes, guys seen this poster? Terrible. I mean, it's kind of throwbacky, but it's terrible. What? Yeah, this it's, is... It's not well done. This is way different than shit they've been doing in the past, like, lately. Um, uh, which one's the official one? The one, it's the one with Braun as a it's demon. It's on their Twitter. It's the, the devil Roman and the demon Braun or whatever. Yeah. He's sticking his tongue out. Fork tongue. It's, it's just bad. Wait, why are they both evil, though? I don't understand. Yes, well, right? Hell in a Yeah, I don't... Um, it feels like WWE currently, at least under Vince's reign, the actual not NXT, the WWE brand, they're opposed to good and bad guys now. Like, everybody's just a character and everybody exists, but, like, you got to have a clear outlined 
person who leans towards being a baby face doesn't have to be a traditional baby face. Austin, he was not a traditional baby face, but we knew he's the guy we wanted to cheer. Yeah. That should have been Braun, and yet Vince goes, nah, you're going to boom. Yeah, Could you imagine after terrible. Austin 316 and everything's going good and everything's going strong, and they're like, no, no, he's, don't cheer him. Yeah. He's a bad guy. No, that you go with what's natural and you just ride with it. They're struggling in the sharpshooter and they just they, they they boom they go, Oh what a pussy! He passed out in his own blood, that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> what a what a bitch. What a bitch. Holy <laughs> bitch yeah. passed out in their own blood. <laughs> Be honest, you fans were never behind Stone. That's <laughs> <laughs> a promo. I love to have three sixteen and he's just like, I don't like selling merchandise or becoming successful. Please boo me. Well when Stone they... Cold told me earlier today that he doesn't like the fans cheering for him. When That's, they promoted Becky and saying, like, be honest, were you really always behind Becky Lynch? And I'm like, yes, since day one. It's recorded on the podcast. Day one. For Christ's sake, yes. Yeah, I loved like, her. I, I tweet at her every couple weeks, and I go, I'm always with you. It's true. <laughs> I'm always with her. You can tell she hates it, too, because if you look at her Twitter feed, she still says, like, happy birthday to people and stuff. But it used to be, like, and she would she'd make it a little more her personality. Like you could just tell she was excited to wish it. Now she's like happy birthday. That's it. <laughs> it's like she's yeah. like fuck. Yeah, that's a heel happy birthday. Yeah, that's yeah. A for sure. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! What so, disaster! <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, anybody got any final words for Helena Cell before we get out of here? I'm very happy with what they did with Authors of Pain on Raw. That was one of the few highlights. I thought finally they got them back on track and oh, just put know. Spud in a actual suit. And I'm 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 in. That's fine. I just don't want him looking like he's on. He's trick or treating with his older brothers. That's no thank you. But uh, at least they were badass again. So I was completely cool with that. So that's their it. their whole weeks leading up to that, where they were just jobbing out to Titus oh, worldwide, doesn't affect anything. Yeah, they no, had. Fun there was Titus. even a promo. That's what did saying like I'm getting them back on track. Like and they've I'm, been you. They've been wasted. This is that's ending. So they're establishing. They're even acknowledging it. Imagine if they did the Shield, a six-man a six man, uh, Hell in a Cell match, which obviously is possible because they did the six-pack back in the day, which is one of my favorite Hell in a Cells. It's amazing. Sure, yeah. What if they did a six-man tag at Hell in a Cell with the Shield versus Braun teaming with the Authors of Pain? Oh, God. That would be incredible. That would make more be? sense than I'm Dolph and Drew. I'm not done yet. What if they did a six-man at Hell in a Cell where uh, the Shield took on Braun with the reunited Wyatt family? That would have been incredible. What yeah. are we getting instead? It's a normal match and whatever. Well, Mick Foley's in there. Come on now. Uh, you know what that reeks me uh, uh, reeks of? That's terrible. They Nash at Hell in a Cell, and nobody gave a fuck, so they injected old man Foley into it, and did it help? No. That's yeah, that, right. That's I forgot about that. You're right. that he's involved in that. It's just, that's stupid. Yeah. But Authors of Pain and, and uh, Braun versus The Shield would have made me cream my fucking pants and would have made, would have completely yeah. fixed the Authors of Pain immediately. Just been like, oh, sorry, we fucked up. Probably never should have rolled him up to Apollo Crews in two minutes. Yeah, yeah well, whole... they don't want the shield to look weak, though. I mean, that's the thing. And you can't make the shield look weak to a couple of green guys like the Authors of Pain, who I love, but I that's... get Vince's logic in that. And also the news that came out that Paul Elring uh, was blindsided by being let go. Once oh. they did on he was willing to travel with them and everything. Yeah, Which that's... is also very stupid on Yeah, what part. the hell? Like... Just, See, yeah, he came out, uh, I don't know, it was pretty recently, and somebody asked him on Twitter, he was like, no, man, I was ready to go. He's like, I love traveling. They just let him go. That's it. That's it's so stupid. Like, I feel like Vince's goal is just either, obviously he doesn't watch the NXT product, so he doesn't know what stories he's building the people he pulls up are, but it's just, 
I think it's his goal to just bury them to spite Triple H. He's like, I'm still in charge. Fuck you. <laughs> Bailey, go job a bunch. It's almost like a dad playing basketball with his kid, and he knows that the kid is almost good enough to beat him, so now he's not holding so back he anymore. sabotages he's like, him. He's yeah. like, fuck you. He's, he smacks that ball right out of him. He's like, ah, you little fucking pussy. Gives him the elbow yeah, to the nose, yeah. So he's lost it. <laughs> the son yeah. will take over. At some point. Yeah. At some point. Oh, but, uh, yeah. But yeah, all right, guys. Uh, first of all, uh, Tom, uh, thanks for uh, stopping in here a little bit. Give yep. us your uh, thank you for letting me uh, rant and derail your serious conversations with my shenanigans. I appreciate oh, no. it. <laughs> oh, anytime you want to get in here and rant, just let us know. We'll let you hop in. You got to open know. with the all in CM Punk joke because that's pretty fucking clear. <laughs> he was too busy watching a movie. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was good. <laughs> movie night. <laughs> movie night. Yeah. Yes. Good old movie that night. was his movie commitments, exactly. Uh, yeah. He doesn't even have drugs to make it better. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. Right? Well, and Scott, thanks, <laughs> thanks for uh, joining us for the last, for the end here, for the tail end. Yeah, no worries. Uh, I was almost going to make it for 9, and then it became 9.30, and suddenly, uh-oh. Yeah, so, you, you know, you things what? happen. You were filming a commercial or something? What were I you was doing? filming a commercial, uh, yeah, for local ThunderCon here. It was an awesome opportunity, all very, very good. Oh, Made some serious, awesome connections, and that's why I went a little long. So, You're saying that uh, unlike Rab, who usually misses it because he forgets you, <laughs> yeah, something important. Like, yes. By, by the way, you notice I don't even think Rab even said in the our chat like whether or not he was going to be on. He just we just got to the point where he's is just, Rab still even in the chat? I don't know. He kind of I don't know. It's, he's the uh, eighth. But yeah, no, I I, re I regret <laughs> yeah. not being able to make it earlier. I do apologize, no, guys. But yeah, I figured. Yeah. I, I we carried it. Too. Yeah, yeah he did. Tom, Tom pulled it out. Yeah, he came there in. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this, yeah. yeah, Tom pulled it out and came in. Yeah, all in. <laughs> all in. Movie night. Yes. So, <laughs> at least twice has happened. <laughs> all right. Well, guys, uh, let's end the podcast right there. We'll see you guys in two weeks. See you.